When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers have made their decision at offensive coordinator, and while it's not the move many wanted to hear, it's a move that they feel is justified. And I don't think it removes them from winning in 2023. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, today I'm going to try to make the most out of a poor situation for Steelers fans. Obviously, we all know that Matt Canada is coming back as offensive coordinator. I got a lot of messages, a lot of DMs saying that they are people are very upset about the situation. It was a bad move. The Steelers can't win with Matt Canada. Where is the ceiling? How bad can it get? And then there were some people saying, hey, we have to look at the positives. It is what it is. I think I'm going to choose that route and I'm going to be realistic with the whole situation. I'm not going to come on here and tell you guys that the Steelers can win the Super Bowl with Matt Canada because anybody can win a Super Bowl with anybody. That's not true. You need a good offensive coordinator. But I will tell you this. I'll tell you everything that I know and everything that I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers see in their offense. For starters, they want to see Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada grow. They believe that those two have a quality relationship, one that can definitely go up. And I don't think that they look at the situation as many people did and said, hey, we have to protect Kenny Pickett and we can't be changing offensive coordinators all the time. We have to be cautious about the situation. I don't think that was the the understanding at all. I think they looked at the situation and said, Matt Canada was faced with an older quarterback who wasn't in the ideal spot to play in his offense. And he had a hard time adjusting to an older quarterback. That's a little bit on Matt Canada. It's also a little bit on Ben Roethlisberger when it comes to how you would justify an offense. Yeah, the OC should have been able to give Ben an offense that he could win with. I agree with that one. But the Steelers looked at it and said, well, he was hindered with an aging quarterback. Then he said, okay, well, Mitch Trubisky isn't the answer. And quite frankly, he's not very good at protecting the football or or he is good at protecting the football. He's not very good at scoring touchdowns or getting any spark out of an offense. So we'll go with Kenny Pickett. Then they looked at it and said, okay, well, Kenny Pickett's a rookie and he's struggling like a rookie and we expected this. This one's hard to put on, on the offensive coordinator. Then Kenny Pickett started playing well. The offense started winning and they looked at it and said, well, what is the reason that we would get rid of a, of a formula That seems to be working. That's how the Steelers analyzed the entire situation. At least that's how I see it happening. Is that the Steelers looked at Matt Canada and said, hey, we'll figure it out. We're going to give you enough time to see if you could figure it out. Because we have faith in you. But your leash is definitely short. And there's two sides to this story. There's the side of 
Sometimes Mike Tomlin is a little stuck in his ways and it's easily his fault and his biggest downfall of being a head coach. The guy has never been able to hire and actually produce quality coaches. He's just not built for it. He is one hell of a player's coach. He is as good as it gets when it comes to building relationships and keeping teams motivated. He could turn a bad season into a good one almost instantaneously, and you always have confidence in what Mike Tomlin can do as a head coach, 100%. When it comes to his ability to hire and then be strict in trying to develop the best coaching staff, he almost always falls short. It is easily his biggest strike. Something that I don't think will ever change. I look at the situation and just say, Mike Tomlin is who he is. It's never going to get any better. He's won Super Bowls like this before. Do I expect him to win another one? I do. I think that the Steelers are in that part of the life cycle where eventually they're going to work their way back to a Super Bowl. They weren't built to win a Super Bowl this past year. They weren't built to win a Super Bowl the year before. I think that in the next couple of years, the Steelers find themselves in a position to win a Super Bowl. But Mike Tomlin has to take a hit for this one. You have to look at the situation and say it was a bad move. I don't think there was ever any decision to be made. I don't think the Steelers ever looked at it and said, we have to sit here and contemplate whether or not Matt Canada is coming back. I think all that was noise. There was a lot of people out there. He was 80% chance he was getting fired. It was coming. We didn't know what the silence meant. I was pushing that narrative as well. I think that in Mike Tomlin's head, he always knew it was going to be Matt Canada. Don't think that was a good move, personally. But can the Steelers still win? The answer is yes. There's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, they can't beat the Chiefs, oh, they can't beat the Bills, oh, they can't beat the Bengals. The Steelers have shown under Matt Canada that they can compete with these high-end teams from time to time, and they can put up points. Here's the thing. This is what you got to look at. And I, I'm I'm a positive guy, and I'm going to remain a positive guy, and I'm always going to look at the situation in a positive light. And I'm going to bring that to you guys, and I hope that you don't back out of this before you actually hear me out. The Steelers put up 30 points against the Bengals. Under a Kenny Pickett that was just getting his feet wet, he wasn't really the oh, can he pick it of after the bye week yet? He was just slowly forming his way there. Since then, he's turned into a very good quarterback, at least for the Steelers. One for, as a rookie, you feel good about the future. And I think that year two, you have to obviously expect a jump. That year one to year two jump is significant. Mike Tomlin talks about it all the time. Kenny Pickett's jump is going to be the most significant jump on the team So if you could put up 30 points every once in a while in year one, you should be able to expect to put up 30 points even more in 2023 in year two. And I think that when the time is needed, you can put up 30 points against these bigger teams. I do. I think that in a shootout, Kenny Pickett and that offense can actually compete because I think they have the talent. And sometimes you need the talent more than you need the play calls. The second reason is I have a theory that the offense was dumbed down because of the situation that the Steelers were in. I think that they looked at Kenny Pickett. They looked at Mitch Trubisky. They didn't trust either of them. 
They looked at the offense and said, these guys are young. The offensive line is clicking. The the running game isn't there yet. We got really young guys everywhere. I mean, you got to remember that this offense is extremely young. Outside of Derek Watt, their oldest guy is like 26 years old in Mason Cole. That is young, young. The Steelers are built from the ground up, literally, in the NFL. So I think that whether it was Mike Tomlin or Omar Khan or Art Rooney or somebody, somebody said, dumb this offense down. Make it as simple as humanly possible, and then we'll expand on it. And I think in year two, it gives you that opportunity to expand on it. So I would expect better play calls, a little bit more diversity, some more splash plays. The next step in the generation are in the evolution of Kenny Pickett and the offense and Matt Canada. Should it have been a three-step plan to get to where we need to be for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their offensive coordinator? No, not a chance. You should be able to trust a guy to come in here and actually play and coach football properly and do it in a way that instantly brings success. But again, this is a flaw of Mike Tomlin's. He is the most cautious man in the world. He constantly talks about living in your fears, and he does so more than anybody in the NFL. And when it came to Matt Canada in the offense, I believe that he did the same thing. He didn't want to overwhelm anybody. He didn't want to make mistakes. He'd rather just keep the team in games. And you hear all the time, you hear players constantly talk about, oh, Mike Tomlin tells you on Monday exactly how you're going to win the game or lose the game on Sunday. And it always happens exactly like that. So I think that he understands how they needed to win the games this year. That being said, I don't think that you hold back like that in a situation where you're trying to see what these guys have. I think that's a bad move, but the Steelers did it and they nearly made the playoffs because of it. So any criticism has to come with a little bit of an asterisk and a little bit of a a take the foot off the gas type of situation. In year three, I expect it full throttle. This is Matt Canada's offense. This is Kenny Pickett's offense. This is George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and Connor Hayward and Steven Sims and Calvin Austin and whoever else they bring in. I believe that everybody gets a piece of the pie. Everybody sees a more evolved offense. And I think a lot of pieces click. I will also tell you this. The Matt Canada news strikes me as one that the Steelers are going to ride it out with who they have. So I don't expect Dan Moore to be replaced. I don't expect Kevin Dotson to be replaced. I think the Steelers are going to try to keep this group as tight knit as possible and move on in 2023. And from there, they'll evaluate. But I think in their eyes, in their head, in Mike Tomlin's head, this is the season where they actually see what they have in these guys. It wasn't last year. It's this year. Do I agree with that? No, not even a little, but it's Mike Tomlin's philosophy. And it would not surprise me if the team has already moved past replacing some of these guys on offense because of what they have and how they finished in 2022. Matt Canada is the perfect example of that. And I think the Steelers are going to let everything loose this year and make decisions from there.